Aloha, and welcome to the show. The 692nd Podcast is a platform for developing and connecting with our airmen across the island and those now serving on the mainland. Tune in for episodes where we talk all things leadership and personal development while getting a glimpse into the lives of the people moving our missions forward. I'm your host, Master and Derek Addison, and this is the 692nd Podcast. Welcome to Day 8 of Suicide Prevention Month. I will be releasing short messages daily with a theme for each day. I want to let you know that these are not easy topics and may spark memories or feelings with some of our airmen and guardians. If the conversations hit too close to home, please stop or pause the audio or simply skip the episode. I am not a mental health professional, but I'll help you get to one if you would like. Today's theme is Knowing the Facts. In the Facebook post, I will place a website specifically for our military force available to you anytime you need it. After military suicide numbers reached an all-time high in 2012, the Department of Defense sought to increase awareness about suicide prevention. One of the department's most successful efforts is the nationwide promotion of prevention education through Suicide Prevention Month each September. For more information about the DOD's efforts towards prevention of suicide, please visit www.dspo.mil. That is Delta Sierra Papa Oscar. I'd like to take this time to debunk a few suicide misconceptions or myths. I have roughly six of them here, but misconceptions about suicide can derail prevention efforts in the military community and across the nation. Reporting the facts and removing the misconceptions around suicide encourage us to help ourselves and loved ones. So myth number one, suicide is not impulsive. Research shows that it can take less than 10 minutes between thinking about suicide to acting on it. Putting time and distance between a person at risk and a means for suicide is an effective way to prevent death. Myth number two, owning a firearm is not associated with risk. Owning a firearm does not cause someone to be suicidal. However, storing a loaded firearm at home increases risk for dying by suicide four to six times. Myth number three, most military firearm deaths are by combat. Most firearm deaths of service members are the result of suicide, 83%, as compared to combat, which is 3.5%, accident, 2%, and homicide, 9%. Myth number four, only mental health professionals can help individuals who are at risk for suicide. Everyone has a role to play in preventing suicide. Engaging community services can be a way to prevent suicide. Myth number five, most service members who die by suicide had a mental illness. Less than half of military deaths by suicide had a current or past mental health diagnosis. And myth number six, talking about suicide will lead to and encourage suicide. Talking about suicide in a supportive way will not lead to suicide. Instead, it gives the at-risk individual an opportunity to express thoughts and feelings about something they may have been keeping secret, as well as obtain help and support as needed. A new report that came out in July on U.S. military deaths contains a stark statistic. An estimated 7,057 service members have died during the military operations since 9-11, while suicides among active duty personnel and veterans of those conflicts have reached 30,177. That's more than four times as many. 
The data highlights the divide between the dangers posed by war and the persistent mental health crisis is not only the military, but the country at large. Even the very conservative estimate that I came up with, it's horrifying. Thomas Suet, who wrote the paper for Brown University's Cost of War Project, said in an interview with NPR, we should really, really care. As administration after presidential administration attempts to get a handle on the ongoing suicides by members of the military, the paper highlights some of the reasons why people in the armed forces appear to be taking their lives at higher rates, though experts say the root causes of the crisis remain elusive. So in an effort to describe what is driving suicides by those in the military, he stated that the trauma of being in combat or the crisis of conscience that some service members struggle with can cause mental health issues. But he also suggested that military conflicts since September 11th, terrorist attacks are in some ways very different from previous wars. For example, he said the prevalence of improvised explosive devices, or IEDs, creates an atmosphere of fear among service members and the possibility of traumatic brain injuries if they are hurt in an explosion. Modern medical advances have made it possible for service members to survive more serious injuries and even be redeployed. However, there are reasons why a service member who never saw combat might develop mental health issues related to their time in the military. Diminished public support for the country's ongoing wars, a sexual assault epidemic in the military's ranks, a masculine military culture, and easier access to firearms may also contribute to the spike in suicide. If you or someone you know may be considering suicide, contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or the crisis text line by texting HOME to recommendations for future podcast shows or guests that you'd like to hear from let us know by going to any of the socially acceptable means of communication leave us a comment facebook url is facebook.com forward slash group forward slash 692 d podcast the email is simply 692 d podcast at gmail.com and you can always leave us a message on the mattermost channel if you can't get to any of those send me an email at derek.addison at us.af.mil and i'll respond as soon as possible That's the show for today. So for now, aloha, take care of yourself. And if you can, take care of someone else too.